0: Greetings live we're live I believe we are live and I have got a list of questions here which I'm going to go through and um, these are questions that I've been asked throughout the week and um, I'm going to go through them one by one if you have any questions and you want me to answer them here and now then please feel free to comment uh, live and I will answer them if I see them. And if I don't, I will answer them uh, when I see them later. So we got a few questions around the polyurethane implant uh, um, topic. Uh, rate of capsular contracture versus silicone implants. Do many patients opt for them? Potential to see the age and is the size the same as silicone? Okay, so the rate of capsular contracture for polyurethane implants is a lot less than silicone implants that is the reason the main reason for um for for having them look at the the camera where's the camera there it is uh the main reason for having them so the rate of capsular contracture with uh, silicone implants with the uh, best figures we've got is 15 to 20 percent at 10 years so if someone tells you a rate of capsular contracture then uh because sometimes people say oh these implants have got a rate of capsular contracture of uh five percent or one percent or less than one percent if they give you a rate for capsule contracture there has to be a time limit associated with it so obviously you know well maybe not obviously capsule contracture is the progressive um, tightening of the scar tissue around the implant the scar tissue around the implant is known as a capsule every single person with implants has got a capsule so a capsule is normal um, and then as that capsule contracts then that causes the problem it makes it go hard so in the first year or so no one has a capsule contracture it's very rare to have a capsule contracture in the uh, in the early stages it progressively comes over time so if someone says there's a capsule contracture rate of less than one percent well they might be talking about in the first you know six months or year after surgery in which case every implant has got a capsule contracture rate of less than one percent so yeah you have to have a time scale associated with it so uh, silicone implants you're looking at 15 to 20 percent capsular contracture rate at 10 years which means at 10 years one in five women will have a hard implant four in five will be fine and then it goes up one to two percent per year capsular contracture with polyurethane foam implants is one percent at 15 years one in a hundred at 15 years much lower rate of capsular contracture um, which is the good thing about it um, one of the bad things about it that the question here is about there's a they're a bit controversial and we go through this in the clinic and I'll send you details about them um, because uh, not none of the big companies like Transform Highly Medical um, Hospital Group and all the big companies, none of them use them. They only use silicone implants. In my view, I think it's good to tell people about them, even if you don't use them. Um, so I think it's good to be informed about them. Uh, uh, but some surgeons do uh, Don't routinely use them for first time. Breast augmentations will only use them for people who've had recurrent capsular contracture. That's how I used to use them. I used to only use them in people who had recurrent capsular contracture. I do use them now in primary cases. um, And I offer them to everybody. But I don't um, push it. Um, um, So... um, Sorry about that. I don't know if you got that, that was the dog making an entry. Um, I do offer them to everybody, and I use them in about seventy-five percent of my cases. Twenty-five percent silicone, seventy-five percent polyurethane. So, how many patients offer them in my practice? But in nationally, probably more silicone implants are used than uh, polyurethane, because as say, not all surgeons will offer them. Um, they are a bit, a little bit more difficult to use. Uh, there's a bit of a learning curve with using them. Um, i've been using them for many years now and as i say i mainly use them but um, you know i think they're good but i give everyone the option i still offer silicone implants and you can still get great results with silicone implants it's often the case is no right or wrong it's just you know what's what you feel is best in your in your case uh yeah p- possibility of seeing the edge it's hard you don't often get to see the edge of the implant but you can often feel the edge of the implant with the polyurethane foam. Um, which is not you don't often get with silicone implants and I do tell people in the first year they are a bit of um they can feel them and they feel a bit firm and um there they can be a little bit more trouble than silicone implants and then over time they soften oops and uh, oh God. and um they get they're okay after that but uh, yeah that's a bit of a ding dangling not good is it Let's sort that out um I have got another microphone which I could use but uh, left it in the office um so you can sometimes feel the yet, but it takes about a year for that to settle. Um, many patients also the same size as silicone. Yes, they do come in the same sizes as a silicone implants. Well, broadly similar. So I normally talk to people in the clinic about one or the other, about sil- silicone or polyurethane, but I say that if you want the other one, they're about the same, they're or they're about. So within a few millimetres, they'll be about the same dimensions, and we can always find one comparable. So the, the, there's no difference in sizes, shapes, profiles. Um, they come in low, medium, high, extra high, teardrop, round. In fact, they come in more. Uh, they come in teardrop with a round base, teardrop with an oblong base in the horizontal horizontal direction and oblong in the vertical direction so they come in actually more shapes and sizes but anyway broadly speaking yeah they're about the same size and shape so there we go polyurethane question absolutely covered comprehensively i think you will agree um with me uh uh have the celebrity had that work done so this is um, a media request sometimes get asked about um uh whether patient uh people have had uh something done looking at a before and after photo these are always difficult questions because they the, the, certainly when you talk about breasts they're usually clothed and it's always difficult to say when people are clothed because underwear and the clothing you wear can change the shape of your breasts uh, this particular one was a face um, and so and the big thing about the face is the makeup you get a picture before and after uh, with makeup and the p- people can look transformed um, i don't think it's on anymore that 10 years younger program is it still i don't think it's still on but whenever that was on i I used to watch that and that um that the you know i always thought the huge transformations comes in the hair in the makeup the teeth was often a massive transformation uh, and people can often have quite extensive surgery but it but the results are not often sort of wow um and and what is often the case is that a good surgery is often not um, very obvious Um, and many people don't want particularly with a face they want to look refreshed they want to look natural they want to look younger they want to look less tired Um, they don't necessarily want to look like what people got this vision of someone who's had facial surgery or Botox or fillers you know injectable treatment Um, there's an image of what that looks like but not many people actually want that Um, And so if it's done well, it often looks quite subtle and like you haven't had anything done. And so I don't, uh, you know, when when I get asked these questions, it's often... I can't say categorically whether someone's had something done because usually in the in the before and after photo, in the after photo they've got makeup on. In the after photo they're smiling, they've got blusher on. So have they had cheek fillers, or is it just they're smiling that they've got blusher? Has there have they had skin resurfacing? Have they had dermabrasion or chemical peel, or um, you know some kind of acid peel or laser uh, um, skin resurfacing, or have they just got makeup on? Um, it's hard for me to say and so it's just people looking a bit refreshed and, and a bit younger so um that was the one for the um celebrities out there um of which i'm no doubt that there's many um what watching this broadcast um no doubt in my mind about that so big shout out to the celebrities uh give me a thumbs up celebrities as I thought, good. Yeah, okay. Um, and then um, uplift or implants or both. Massive one. Get this a lot. And uh, this particular case, um, so people often say to me, I, w- I want implants. Um, I've c- I can have implants me because I'm happy. I'm happy with my breast. I've lost volume. I've breastfed. I've lost weight maybe. Uh, and you say, you know, fine. What's, a, what's your cup size? And they say, oh, I'm a whatever, you know, whatever the back size is, D or E cup. And I say, what size would you like to be? They say, well, I'm happy with the D or E cup or C or whatever the size is. It's just the shape. They're droopy and I want to have them, you know, implants to have them look better. Um, And certainly in this case, I think the shape is a lift. Implants is the size. So if you're happy being a D or an E cup and you don't want to be bigger, I would say forget implants. Um, Just have a lift. If you've got enough volume there, get that volume back in the right place. Bring it up onto your breast just have a lift don't have implants the lift is the best way to change the shape of the breast if it's the shape that you don't like just have a lift obviously this is difficult because we have to talk in the clinic because lifts got scarring and potential for complications and things so we have to talk about that but it's the best way to change the shape of the breast if you're going to use an implant you can use an implant to change the shape of the breast but two things first of all there has to be a certain width of implant it has to be a certain size of implant in order to um, take up the the slack skin you have to take up the slack skin somehow so you either do that by cutting it out or you do it by adding volume with an implant so it has to be quite a big um, implant in order to take up that slack skin so you have to be quite a bit bigger um, in order to do that and the second thing the really important thing is some people need a lift whatever And if your breasts are sitting really low, you just can't make it right with just implants. Because if you put implants in, you have implants here, your breasts are sitting low, your implants are sitting there. It just makes your breasts bigger, the same shape, but bigger or even worse. It could be an elongated shape because your breasts are sitting low. So some patients just have to have a lift, uh, whatever. And you can combine the lift with implants if you want to be bigger as well. But often it's just the shape that people don't like. And if it's just the shape you don't like, just have a lift don't have implants. If you want to be bigger, by all means, have implants. Now the the rider on that is that we'll go through pictures of people who've just had lifts because there is a certain shape that you get with a lift. When you first have a lift, it's up here and then it settles and some people want that fullness in the upper pole to stay and the only real way you can get that fullness in the upper pole to stay is with implants. A lift brings your natural tissue up there, and your natural tissue is operated on by gravity. The bigger your breast, the more it's operated on by gravity. So it will settle, and you will get a a slope in your upper pole, which is a natural look, but some people don't like that. Now that is, and I'll show you photos of that in the clinic, and that is people out of a bra, remember? In a bra, you can always push them up and do things, but out of a bra, you do get a more natural shape to your uh, breast with a lift. If you want sustained fullness in the upper part of the breast, then that is when implants do come in. And so implants can do that. But personally, I wouldn't particularly advise you have implants just for that bit of stable fullness in your upper pole of your breast, because they'd have to be a certain size of implants to to give the width of the breast. Because obviously, obviously if, they're, if they're round implants, the width or the base of the implants round, whether they're round or teardrop in shape, if the base is round, the width is the same as the height, and you need a certain height in order to give that fullness up there. There's no point in putting a small implant in because if it's not high enough, it doesn't give you the fullness, which is the reason you're using the implant in the first place. So it'll have to make the breast a certain size bigger. And so I wouldn't be a certain size, I wouldn't advise having it a certain size bigger unless you wanted it bigger. So if, you just, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a 30, whatever, two or four, or whatever the number is, E cup or D cup, and you're happy being that, but you don't like the shape, just have a lift, don't have implants. And the other thing about lifts and implants is um, it's quite a big op, a lot of complications. A lot of people don't do it in one op. They stage it. And so in circumstances like this, I'd say, look, just think of it like a staged procedure. Just have whatever you so have, say, the lift to start off with. If you're unhappy, you could always have the implants at a later date. It does work out more expensive that way, but it might be that you're happy with the shape and 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 you don't want them to be bigger and you're happy with that and you don't need the implants. Not only the not um so it might be a cost saving it might not but also it's less complications doing it that way and some surgeons will routinely do it that way they'll do a lift first well it doesn't matter which one they do they they, they can vary which one they do first they do one first and then do the other so um in circumstances where that you're a certain cup size and you're happy that cup size just have a lift don't have implants take home message so um that's good buonasera we've got a comment buonasera back to you anna um and uh awesomeness so um i that that's it that's my questions for the week and good lot of questions this week i think you'll agree um happy with that hall of questions as ever ask away don't be shy facebook me uh twitter me um email laura Whatever your, your your preferred method of contact is, by all means, please get in touch. Zopim on the, you don't know, it's called Zopim, the online chat on the website. Um, so if you, if you want to get in touch, please do. And uh, it'd be great to uh, get oh, get involved with that. Breast Uplift and Impulse, I've just done a blog post about that as well. So uh, plug for the blog post. Was it a blog post or a video? Doing more YouTube videos these days. I'm looking at one a week is my goal uh i'm going to become a youtuber by the end of the year i'm going to get crazy and have a ridiculous amount of subscribers we've got 40 at the moment we need 100 to get a nice name on youtube you can only get a nice name on youtube if you've got 100 subscribers i think that's right so um if you're not if you're out there and if you're not a subscriber on the youtube channel I should have put a link shouldn't i you can find it i hope I hope it's easy to find styano clinic or styano Plastic Surgery um and please subscribe um and that's me checking myself out if you can you get those to have a subscribe box come up here that'd be good not sure if you can do it on facebook live anyway um checking myself out of here and uh as ever it's been a pleasure I'm, and uh, i will see you this time uh actually oh, next week i might be a bit late so uh watch this space i'll let you know Might be a bit late next week because i've got a late list but anyway For this week, I'm going to check myself out of here and I'm going to let you get on with your evening. And thanks for staying, thanks for coming and uh, have a great, great evening. Uh, Buona sera to you all. Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.